right. Welcome to another Oatana Wrestling Weekly Podcast. Uh, I'm Coach Derek Johnson, and we have our Freestyle and Greco uh, Director and Coach, Mr. Gabe Hovden, over here. Welcome back. Uh, I'm going to ask real quick, use your hands, what episode is this of Season 2? Is this 10? This is the number 10. All right. Good deal. So, uh, first, I want to thank our podcast sponsor, Ben Flemke of the Flemke Insurance Agency. Uh, always reliable. He's basically your sports agent. He's your Jerry Maguire trying to find you the best possible deal on home, auto, commercial, all of your insurance needs. Um, so thank you again for supporting Oatana Wrestling and the Oatana Wrestling Weekly Podcast. And thank you for your son, Max Flemke, and all he yes. does <laughs> as a very undersized 220-pounder in ninth grade. Um, so we got snowed out last week. Um, so we're going to kind of review two weeks ago. We're going to go all the way back to team sections when we were over being hosted by Rochester Mayo. Um, and yeah, so we, we started with a little appetizer at first with Rochester Century. Yes, I, I was not there. I was, I was stuck at work, so I did not get to see it or hear it. Okay. So, okay. but it sounded like Century went really well. Yes. Yeah, we handled them pretty dang well. Um, it was a good warm up, I think, because uh, a, a couple of people like Donovan Sorensen needed kind of that wake up call a little bit, yep. um, which was cool uh, because then he was ready to go. Trey Hyatt got caught in the weirdest cradle on his single leg shot against Century. So although he was very, very angry about it, same thing. Like, who cares? It's yeah. against Century. Yep. You got your warm up match in and now we can go take care of and business. That would, and that would be good for him to get another match in before, you know, just get some yeah. more matches. That in. That was only a second match being back from, you know, two and a half months. Yes. ACL, yep. Uh, type of scare. So, um, yeah, I needed all of that. And then had a heartbreaker against Rochester Mayo. Yes. Um, so, yeah, ended up losing that. It came down to heavyweight, which we don't like doing. We don't want to put all that pressure on the big boys. And we try to promise them that it won't be that way. Yeah. Just kind of how they fell. Um, so we ended up losing that 27, 36. Um, but yeah, so at, at, at the time it was 27, 30 going into heavyweight. So Oof. we had a, had a shot there. Um, but yeah, we'll kind of roll through some of the key wins. Um, and back, hold on back oh, yeah. to, back to the mail. It, I mean, it's the whole team. It's not always up. I and mean, the heavyweight feels like it's up to him. Yeah, that's what I but mean. But yeah. there's other, there's all them other matches that instead of, say, a major decision, they would have got a pin, you know, yeah. and somebody else would have got a major instead of just a win. You know, there's them small things that, you know, nobody sees that. Right. And nobody feels that pressure. But if you could actually pull it out and tell them, hey, if you get a major here, Rather than just beating the guy, that's mm-hmm. going to help out in the long run. But right. it, I mean, it never comes down to that until heavyweight. Uh, yeah, it, and it, it kind of uh, it was the same. It, to that point, you know, we had a we had a pin at one hundred and six in our duel against Mayo when we were hosting that, and we got caught in the yeah. first minute and stuck. Uh, one thirteen, we kept that a lot closer in the duel. Donnie Sorensen had a really good one at one thirteen. Um, and then the Lane Karsten, Jaden Jurley, uh, combo between 120 and 126, we flipped those thinking we might be able to get two wins instead of just one yep. win and one loss. Um, but it still went that way. So that was okay. about the same. Yep. Um, but then Trey Hyatt, uh, bouncing back from getting caught against century went against the kid who would have had the number one seed in the section, uh, burger for Mayo and went out and dominated 10, zero oh. blanked him like established himself 
It was fun in the seating meeting yeah. uh, a couple of days later because everyone else was kind of touting it. Uh, like, oh, my kid, my kid. And both uh, the head coach for Northfield, uh, Jeff Staub, and the head coach for Mayo, Art Trimble, were both like, no, hi, it's the number yeah. one. Like, he yeah. really established himself <laughs> in that match. Proved uh, a point. Exactly, exactly. And then, yeah, Michael Renardi um, should have tech-falled Ko- uh, Kai Kobayashi, uh, who last year, I mean, had our number uh, three different times, I think. Um, that one, oh boy, he had back points on a couple of different uh, firemen's that yeah. never got called. Okay. Um, they couldn't get down there and swipe fast enough, evidently. Yeah. Um, so that would have been a tech fall instead of major. Yeah. Um, but then some really gutsy, gutsy matches, you know, Jack Sorensen had a really close win where, um, he rode out his kid all third period for a really close win. And, and that was kind of a 50, 50 match. Um, and then RJ Renardi, even though he was going against the same kid, he stuck in our duel. We knew he kind of caught him yeah. in the regular season. And RJ up until that point was had 11 wins and all 11 were pins. Okay. So he was a, like a feast or famine kid <laughs> and uh, ends up winning a 1-0 match. Oh, geez. Gets the escape. And then third okay. period, that kid picks down, rides him out the entire time. RJ like, Renardi rode a guy out. RJ Renardi. Nice job, RJ. Out. Yes. No <laughs> stall calls either, I don't believe. So Okay. Looked sharp. Um, yeah. K- Kale, they basically threw out a JV kid and he yeah. stuck him. And then uh, Blake Fitcher, we, we were kind of playing the bump game with them a little bit. And uh, they bumped their 95-pounder along with Blake uh, up to 220. So okay. it, was, it was two 95-pounders yep. going at it at 220. And uh, Blake got taken down um, with 20 seconds left. So he's down by one. Okay. And the kid had a look what looked like a really, really good ride. He does kind of that Gramby roll, that yeah. side roll, uh, gets on top, but the kid was still hanging on. Personally, it should have been a reversal, uh, but we were happy because they had, originally they called no change and time went out. Oh, and he was on top for eight seconds, had him controlled, balanced over him, had a leg elevated and was kind of leaning down into him. Uh, luckily, they at least changed it to one, one loss of control. Okay. So we're pushing in overtime. He gets the takedown right away and overtime. Okay, good. So that was crazy. That was cool. So that's what brought us within three points at heavyweight. Okay. Um, but then they bumped up uh, Ethan Pepper, their really good 220-pounder on Lauer, who the match before against Century just went against a ranked kid who kind of roughed up Lauer a little bit. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, Lauer ended okay. up losing that one. But, I mean, can't blame him. It, nope. was, it was a tough, tough fight. And so... Not the way we wanted to go out, but you know what? We gave Mayo, who ended up being the eventual section champ, we gave them their toughest match. Okay. They ripped apart everyone else, or they ripped apart Faribault in the finals. So okay. Like, we were right there. Yep. yep. So yep. close. Yep. So we knew that we, and the message was like, hey, fine. We're going to go out and we're going to dominate individual sections then. We're going to bounce back. And sure enough, we went out there and we had eight finalists out of 14 weights and almost had 10. Okay. Um, I'll kind of go through weight by weight how everybody did. But, um, yeah, we could have had 10 finalists there. So, um, Caden Lindquist, 106, took care of business and had a revenge match against his Mayo kid in the finals. Uh, the kid who caught him during our team uh, section. Dominated him. I think he almost had the major. He was running okay. bars all day long in the third period, and it was amazing. So, I mean, just gutsy, gutsy stuff from a seventh grade undersized 106 yes. pounder. That was cool. 
113, Donnie Sorensen ripped apart uh, Sentry in the semis, a kid who had just either beat him or made it a really tough match uh, in the team sections. So he made the finals and then had a rematch against his Mayo kid, which didn't go the way he wanted to. It was a closer match than the final score, but he was yeah. kind of desperation. At the yeah, time. okay. And then 120. Lane Karsten has a little hiccup in the semis, barely beats a kid he should have demolished. But then he's got the number two ranked kid in the state from Faribault in the finals. Yep. JT Housen. Lane goes down 05, gets a takedown on him, and then gets turned. Almost gets pinned. Go into the second period. We take feet. Comes back, chips away, and suddenly he, after a couple of really sharp takedowns, I mean, just crazy sharp takedowns, he now, with a minute left in the third period, is only down six to nine. Okay. Underhook drives him off, like almost off the mat to where he gets a stall call on it. He's faking knee block, faking knee block, hits a hip toss, chucks him to his back. Yep. Gets two points and two back points. So now he's up, up 10 to nine down. with 14 seconds left. They give JT Housen a breather because now he's got to attach a mask to his headgear out of nowhere. So he gets like a full yep. minute and a half to <laughs> attach to catch that his thing. breath. I'm like, wow, great. <laughs> um, but the message to Lane was, hey, you have no stall calls. 14 seconds. You drop down to an ankle. Who cares? Yep. Like, let's, yep. let's eat Just up. Just hold time. on. Instead, he drops down, sure, when JT's coming up and then does a double leg finish to put him back down on the mat. Collects the wrist, hangs on yep. for five seconds, nice. gets the win. Giant upset against the number two ranked kid in the state to oh. take the section title. That's that's good momentum going into the state tournament. Absolutely, very good momentum. Absolutely, and then Trey Hyatt just telling you know the story yep. of uh, securing the first seed. Well, he backed it up. He just absolutely looked untouchable. Um, handled everyone. Uh, nothing really flashy, just workmanlike. So got really good wins and. Um, solidified himself in the finals uh with that kid that same mayo kid and handled him nine to two good so, yeah good um and then i'll go to uh 138 here quick michael renardi um in the semis has 10th ranked isaac yetzer from Faribault and sticks him oh so had a really it was about a 4-4 match he was looking solid and everything all of a sudden headlock oh Just, okay good yeah he, he michael renardi him <laughs> yep. so hard um, so that was amazing. So he gets the pin in the semis against the, the ranked Yetzer from Faribault. And then he has the number four ranked kid from Winona in the finals and has a really tough match. Like, okay. uh, really, really close was pushing him. I thought Winona could have had a few stall calls thrown out there on them, but, uh, yeah. So he felt, I know disappointed, but at the same time, he's got to feel pretty good. I mean, he's yeah. right there with the best in the state. Okay. Um, 145. Jack Sorensen might have had the most stacked, no, second most stacked bracket in the uh, in the section where he had two guys that at one point had been ranked at 145, uh, Bo Bachman from Faribault and uh, Calder Sheehan from Mayo, who's really tough. And then on top of it had like a bodybuilder from JM. <laughs> and so uh, had a really good tournament. He, he lost to Bachman, battled back, got into the third place match, and then uh, uh, kind of got caught going up her body against a kid you don't do that yeah against. okay uh, but had a pretty good pretty good tournament and then kale rob got his fourth section title by just absolutely destroying everyone and pinning his way through and yeah. no one touched him and 
And that's that's the that's the mission now. I mean, yeah, I, in my eyes, the, the 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 back points, the turns. Okay, the first minute, minute and a half, but then after that, like you did, probably go go for yeah. the pin, get it done, get in and get out. Don't risk anything. Right. Yeah, we had them do two takedowns right away. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So that was uh that was pretty solid, of course. R.J. Renardi then at 160, sophomore younger brother of Michael, uh, makes it to the finals and looked really good. Like was uh, had Funk from Mayo again in the semis, and um, just we've been working a lot of uh, you know over under and going to an inside trip, working off of underhooks for knee blocks and stuff like that. He's that type of wrestler, kind of yep. a brawler. Yep, and uh, looked so sharp. He basically made. It waited until Funk um, made mistakes, put okay. him on his back, and got some good backs, and then had a you know a pretty quick loss in the finals. That kid's uh, violin from uh, Fairville is really good. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, congratulations to RJ going to state. Uh, one seventy Logan Risser being an undersized freshman one seventy pounder had a tough day, and it's just you're an undersized freshman yep. one seventy pounder. That's yep. tough. Oh so, yeah, I mean they're they're and you're wrestling seniors. That's yeah. not where you're going to get a sophomore most of the time, or right. or a freshman, or eighth or seventh grader. You're getting the the big boys there. Yeah, those are grown men. Yep, yep, absolutely. Uh, One eighty two. Uh, Ryan Feltz. Uh, he ended up taking sixth and had like was really close to being in the third place match actually. Which for him, anyone who knows Ryan, it's such a feel-good story. Yeah, he's just a little engine that could, and he just um, don't quit. Does not quit. Lovable dude, kind of a team mascot. Yep. And uh, so yeah, felt really great about that, and uh, that was cool. And then uh, up at 195, Blake Fitcher had the two seed, and he took second. So okay. he, as a sophomore, 195 pounder, um, and then had a revenge match. So. He had his Mayo kid in the semis, which he had to go into overtime again to to beat him. Yeah. Last doubled him out of nowhere in overtime. Like, oh, where was that first period? Yeah. <laughs> like, looked like he could have done that all day. Um, and then in the finals, uh, had Kuiper from Northfield, a kid who has really had his number in the past. They go into sudden and sudden oh, victory. Okay. And uh, and Kuiper gets. Let me see how this worked. So they knock heads in 10 seconds in overtime. Kuiper gets injury time for about a minute. Then they change. Oh, there's a little cut above his nose. So he gets another minute of blood time. And then, oh, we're going to go to concussion protocol, which you get a total of five minutes. So suddenly this kid who looked like he was going to pass out in the third period gets like five to six minutes of rest and comes back fresh. And it's like, oh, God, like, you know, Blake was wearing him down. It was looking good that way. So, uh, yeah, Blake, congrats on going to state as a sophomore, 95. Um, but then the stacked, the most stacked bracket of the day was 220. And like I, like we were saying, our undersized freshman yep. Max Flemke at 220 versus three guys who at one point had been ranked at 220 at given parts yep. of the year. So it was Winkles of Austin. It was Kuiper of, uh, or sorry, um, like Gabe Shishik or whatever of Fairbo, and then Ethan Pepper at Mayo. And so Flemke took fourth behind those three. Okay. But yet again, all of them were yep. ranked wrestlers. Yeah. So. Um, and then Grant Lauer lost so close in the semis to Loomis from Mayo, like had the reversal. Um, and that's kind of all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> he had the reversal. 
Um, but what a what a great rebound. He then needed two matches to take third and stuck both kids well, and looked angry. Yep, so, came back. All yep, right. Yep. Good. So that was a, that was a great day. So well, congratulations. Eight, eight boys to state, two girls to state. Congratulations to them all. Exactly. Exactly. So that was awesome. And then so then this week uh, for individuals, uh, we are wrestling Friday and Saturday. So Thursday, they're doing all the team competitions. And then uh, Friday and Saturday are the individuals. Um, to my understanding, for the sessions on Friday, AAA is kind of in the middle. They're going to start with 2A, go to AAA, and then single yep. A. And then on Saturday, we're going to be the earlier matches for AAA boys. And then I think they actually finished with the girls like later on in those sessions. Okay. That's how that's going to work. Um, for more information on... The you know the spectating guide tickets all of that we posted to the Oatana Wrestling Facebook page, um, the the basically the the spectator guide from Minnesota State High School League, that also has the details about how you could view it if you can't be there. The streaming service they use it has all those details. You do have to pay for that service, yep. but they do tout that they're going to have all the matches. Streaming. Yep, they they stream every match, every mat that is yep. going. That, okay, I mean good. that have wrestlers on. They do stream it. Um, I think it's a like a certain high school come in and their media class will oh, okay. take over one or two high schools per per a single a or single A, double A, triple A, a school from each of them for their media classes if they have the numbers. That's what they did in the past. Okay. I do know that. Gotcha. Okay. So every mat will be on that site somewhere. All right. And if you just want the monthly option, I believe you just have to pay ten dollars. I think that's all it is. So yeah. And then um, if you would like, so um, Court Sports, Mark Kubat over there, did up these nice state qualifier t-shirt and long sleeve t-shirts. Uh, we got $12 for short sleeve and we have $15 for long sleeve. They have um, a list of all of the state qualifiers, boys and girls on them. And yeah, they're pretty sharp. They're heathered gray um, and yeah, they're up for sale now. We still have extras. We got them to our team today and our coaches and stuff, but we still have plenty. Um, so go ahead and support uh, the wrestling community and our state qualifiers. So uh, for that, you can contact um, the info box uh, or on our oatanawrestling.com website, or you can contact... Uh, the Owatonna Wrestling Facebook page. You can message them uh, for more details. And I believe they even put a post on there that kind of gives you directions that way. So, yeah. Well, we're, we're going to be right back with our guests for the week. Um, but, yeah, stay tuned. Thanks. All right. Welcome back. You're here with Coach Derek Johnson and Coach Gabe Hubden. And we are here with Big Chuck, Charlie Sikora, sophomore wrestler for us. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Charlie is a, a soft-spoken, gentle, almost giant. Yeah, like you're a tall guy, and now we just need to add like a good 30 pounds to you. <laughs> I was going to say about 20 giant. to 30. Yep. Yeah, and then we'll call you a giant. <laughs> but yeah, I'd, I I wanted to have Charlie on here um, because he's constantly improving. This, this is a guy who, um, did you place at Big Nine JV your freshman year? In the third place match, I think so, I got third place last year. Third place, yeah, I think so. Finalist this year, so you took second, 
every JV tournament we go to, you're you were like right there, like yeah. either winning it or being in the finals. Uh, we had you on the team section team. You got a big dub against Century, right? Yeah. Yeah. How'd that go for you? Oh, like it was pretty good. I kind of just waited for him to slip up a little bit, and then. Yeah, you're you're one too that um, you know. Matt wrestling, especially on top, has always been good, and it was just kind of unlocking like what does Charlie want on his feet has been kind of the thing. And then you go out against Chatfield, and you're hitting like eight high crotches, and even on the the Century Kid, you looked a lot sharper and. Um, just kind of a testament to you're always legitimately trying in the room what we're showing and everything like that. Um, what would you say? How, how do you feel how your season went in general? I thought it went very good. I yeah. didn't think I was going to do as good as I did coming into the season, but I think my mom was going through it one day. She was watching all the videos and whatever mm-hmm. that she took and Matt Boss and all that. And then she got me a number. It was like 25 and or 26 or something and nine. Okay. Yeah. Something about like that. Yeah. Well, and, and you, you know, last year with our injuries, we, we kind of threw you to the wolves on varsity on a few matches just because yeah. we, we needed you. Um, this year, it just, it, it never felt like that. It always felt like you're going to handle business. You're right there. Um, and, you know, as a same thing as we were talking about Logan Risser, like you're not a full 170, even though that's what you wrestled. Yeah. Like, I mean, what were you typically weighing? Most of the time I'd walk around at 64, 65 right in there. So, yeah. yeah so then you got the guys that are cutting to 70. Right. Yeah. And when you're end up wrestling them, they're weighing 76, maybe some 80. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they get the weight allowance. Yeah. Too. To add that, that poundage on, they're going to be a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. What did, what did you do uh, this? So, like like I was saying, you took a big step between freshman year and sophomore year. What, what did you do in the offseason to kind of help that? Well, I was always going to that uh, black shirt club all the time. Yep, the lifting. Yep, I've seen you there quite a few times. And then I was also over at my neighbor's house working all the time. Okay. Yeah. Most of the time it was just a lot of mowing, but <laughs> yeah. keep still something. Keeps you yeah. active. Yeah. And always doing something there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just ate a lot of food. Well that too. <laughs> that too. We were yeah, we're we're hoping because you would you kind of have a an upper weightish style, you know, and which is perfectly fine. I say the same thing about RJ, you know, being a fifty two sixty pounder, it's like, oh just get bigger because that'll translate mm-hmm. really well. Um, so yeah, just hoping that I, I think growth wise, you might, you might've hit your top height maybe. Yeah, I think so. Your parents aren't exactly they, NBA players. <laughs> nope. They're quite a bit shorter than yeah, me. <laughs> you already have them beat by a mile. Yeah. I had them beat in like seventh grade. I, I bet. I mm-hmm. bet. Yeah. So, uh, well, speaking of family, what, uh, I, what other members do you have in your family? So you have Dave and Sue. Mm-hmm. And then I have my sister Kate, and my also another sister Leah. She like younger, older. Both of them are older than me. Okay. Kate, she graduated last year, and then my older oldest sister Leah, she graduated in twenty twenty. Okay. okay. Little baby Charlie. 
Yeah, well, the last one. You get spoiled a lot then, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get, a, get a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah. <clears throat> what What would you say, um, doesn't have to be this season, thinking about maybe um, favorite wrestling memory mm. so far, at least? Probably after this year's Big Nine JV, all of us got together and well, most of us got together and we went to Pizza Ranch. Nice. <laughs> we, we ate a lot of food that night. I bet. I bet. Don't let wrestlers at a yeah, buffet. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when they're done wrestling the day of. Right. Yeah. We right. we ate a, way too many plates between like six of us. There's nice. six of us there and we ate over like 30 plates. Gosh. <laughs> That's impressive. What's your go-to at Pizza Ranch? Probably pepperoni pizza. Oh man, you're a classic dude. Yeah. You don't go for the fancy stuff, or nah. not really. Stay away from the chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pizza place. Yeah, <laughs> I know. chicken will get you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, so uh, we're talking. We ask everyone about their walkout music. What What's Charlie Sakura's walkout music? Mm. I bet it's country. <laughs> Most of the time, it's actually a good bit of rock music. It is. Like, yeah. what kind of rock? Like, some clean ACDC. Oh, 80s. Dude. Yeah. All right, classic. I did not. Yeah, it's, I did not guess that. Okay. Just what I grew up listening to all around with my dad. He's just raised right. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, I can't wait for you to be blaring that how many times next season, you know, as you solidify your spot in the starting lineup hit the weights gain yeah 20 30 pounds yep. <laughs> you don't have to gain 20 30 pounds uh yeah you do yeah i was gonna say you have the frame though that that would be scary don't listen to him <laughs> a 182 charlie sakura would be scary yeah i would still need to gain 15 pounds to do that yeah see, you know, that's still fine. be a little underweight for that you can do it you can do it nice well do you have any uh shout outs to anyone uh, as long as you're on here, it can be teammates. Mom. Pretty much my dad. He's taught me a lot of moves just growing up. At, I'll come home after practice. He's always asking me how was practice, what, what you thought of it, anything, everything that we've done. And then my mom, too. She's always been there. Like pretty much just every meet that we've had, she's always there. Yeah, they're very dedicated. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Awesome, man. Well, you're another example. We, we keep talking about it, about the youth we have in the program. You know, Big Nine, JV, top three, uh, both freshman and sophomore years, and so much promise to come. Like, we took second uh, Big Nine JV for the second year in a row where we're just a point or two away from Elbert Lee. So, um, yeah, the conference is talking about it, and it's kids like you that are scaring the crap out of people knowing, like, what we have in the wings. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome. And not to mention you're a great kid. So love having you in the room. But last year always smiling at practice. Yeah, that's the thing. This kid's a little <laughs> smiley for my taste. Like, you know, we we talk about, you know, your war face, your game face a little bit. But I do always love going through attendance on the bus and just being like big Chuck and I hear this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such a bass voice. <laughs> Uh, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just 
Uh, awesome. Well, thank you, sir. Appreciate you being on the podcast, buddy. Thank you for having me on here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, don't show your face until you're 182. <laughs> <laughs> Won't be seen in public. <laughs> awesome, buddy. All right. Well, we'll be right back with our next guest. And thanks again to Charlie Socorro. All right. Welcome back to the Otana Wrestling Weekly Podcast. Uh, I want to do one more shout out to the Flemke Insurance Agency. Thank you to Ben and his team and what they do for not only the community, but for their clients. So uh, huge supporters that advocate for Otana Wrestling, but also advocate for your own uh, insurance needs and protection of all your home, auto, commercial, all of that. So thank you, Flemke Insurance Agency. And we are here with the director himself of this podcast, of the hype videos, of you know the producer of all the cool uh, posters, artwork, uh, kind of just everything that we do promotional-wise, uh, Mr. Scott Summer here. Welcome. Thanks for having Welcome. me, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Scott, you... Um, First, before we even get into anything, thank you so much for all the time and effort that you put into literally everything, like posting on my behalf to, you know, for uh, information to get it out to the community, uh, all the cool photos, all the crazy hype videos. Um, it's just, you are like 24 seven as well. Like if I will shoot out something thinking ah, I'm done for the day, it's 1130 at night and I gotta just send them this just in case. and get a reply two seconds back. Yeah, I'll work on that now. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like it's just a crazy work ethic and you just go, go, go. So, you know, I do what I can, you know, yeah. trying to give back to the program that, you know, I was kind of raised in more yeah. or less yep. and, you know, I don't sleep all that well. So, you know, <laughs> as long as I'm going to be up, I might as well be productive. So for sure. For and sure. I, and I'll say this, this is another guest that we're having that is now putting, giving back that I coached back yeah. in the day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. I think there's a lot of coaches on this coaching staff and in the program and everything that I coach. So you know how that makes me feel now. Now I know Super what my young. dad, now I know <laughs> what my dad was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You want to well, steer this one? Give it's us a little background on, you know, the summer family. Let's see. I mean, what you guys been up to? What you what are you all doing now? Oh, not a whole lot right no. now. I mean, both parents, Kurt and Cheryl, are getting you know close to that retirement age. Got a few years left, so you know, just kind of working at that. My younger brother Matthew is now a police officer with Dundas. So okay, you know, and I'm just here making videos, taking photos, and. So, about it. So is your dad still doing the carrier yep. business? Yep. Okay. Still operating that and you know eventually hopefully I get the opportunity to kind of take that over. Okay. I'm kind of partially working for him right now as well. So All right. Yeah. What is uh Crosstown Cartage? Crosstown right? Cartage Company. Yep. yep. Okay. Shout out there. Absolutely. Yeah. Used to see you all the time at my Farmington branch up in uh Round Bank. So. Oh yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Go Yeah, during that time I was probably driving close to 40, 50,000 miles a year. Just, <laughs> you know, yep. we're in the pavement, so. Yep. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, and so we, we touched on kind of what you've been up to, um, but like what other things, you know, you, you're just this AV expert, but also that's related to, you know, what you do for a living. Um, so d tell us a little bit about your background that way and like, you know, areography and your, your company. 
Yeah, so my, my media production company, Areography, I basically specialize in doing photo and video work and, you know, kind of this sort of thing is more or less what I do for a living. I guess this is, it's a little bit of a change of pace for me. I kind of specialize in like real estate media and everything sure. like that. So going from taking pictures of houses where nothing moves and I can set up my own <laughs> yeah. lights and, yeah. you know, take my time to fast paced wrestling and everything like that. And, you know, this is... It's a great opportunity for me to do, you know, branch out, do something different, and mm -hmm. you know, it's it's exciting. I get to kind of expand on what I do and do kind of completely different work. So, well, the pictures I've been seeing of the fast-paced stuff is is fabulous. I Thank I really you. enjoy looking at the the Facebook pages um, with all them pictures on it. There, they I appreciate are, it. They are good pictures. Thank a lot you. better than what I would take. <laughs> You'd be getting the mad because I'd be looking through the camera or not even looking at the camera, taking the videos. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and that's what I want to give back to the kids, too. You know, A, it helps promote Owatonna wrestling yep. and, you know, everything that all the coaches and the staff and everything do. But it also gives back to the kids because, I mean, especially when photos and videos like when I was and I say when I was yeah. you know in high school like it was a long time ago but you know even then you know the cameras weren't that great yep. and you know you get a picture from mom and you're like what, what is that yep, that's a big <laughs> you know, blur yeah. that's, that's me yeah okay cool you mm -hmm. know so giving giving these kids you know high quality photos and stuff like that is something that you know I enjoy so good yeah and the videos are a lot better than back when oh I was gosh. in because <laughs> if you if the videotaper wasn't sitting almost on the mat you weren't getting a good video of it exactly yeah. and you know I get the best seat in the house yes, which, you is, do. which is kind of cool so you know I enjoy doing that and I enjoy putting it together and you know the behind the scenes work is really really fun for me so when well, it hasn't just been you know the high school either like you've been to middle school events doing those hype videos mm -hmm. and recaps uh, the youth event um, the you know, that Stockwell and Min USA tournament yep. weekend, that Saturday, Sunday. I mean, you were there in the middle of all the mats, you know, basically camped yeah, out and squatted absolutely. down. And I, I went over to you a few times because I'm like, hey, you can you're good. You can take a break. And you're just like, no, I'm here. I'm doing it. And it's yeah. like, all right. Wow. So it's yeah, your dedication is so appreciated. It's it's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. So now if you think back, what is your fondest your best memory back uh, in high school. What, what year Wrestling. did you graduate? I graduated in 2011. So that 2011, was, okay. for me, a yeah. long time yes, ago. for you. That, yeah. you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm emphasizing that a long time ago. <laughs> I understand. I'm still, still pretty young. Yeah. But, you know, I don't have one memory that really stands out in particular. I mean, with the teams that had, that I had when we were in high school, I mean, we were all, you know, just a big group of friends, yeah. really. And so spending time with those teams and, you know, traveling to Wisconsin, yeah. Fargo, whatever it was, and just, you know, doing things as a team and like everyone else is set on here. It's all it's all about the team. Yep. And, yeah. You know, when I look back at, you know, kind of my wrestling career, I look at, you know, what it taught me and, you know, the man that I became because of that as well. Yep. You know, this it's not an easy sport. And well, so from what DJ said, I mean, the work ethic, yep. I mean, he says he email you at 11 o'clock at night and boom, there's a response. Exactly. You're still working. Yep. So that's a work ethic. Mm -hmm. and, that, and that's the thing. And, you know, I'm very I'm gr grateful, you know, for that. And that's what wrestling taught me. It's not you know, all the accolades, the highlights or yep. anything. It's, you know, about who you become and everything like that. The old Dan Gable after rest, after you 
you're a wrestler, everything else in life is easy. Yep, like, it's very true. Yeah, it's definitely sets that benchmark, doesn't it? It does. It it sets the standard for yeah, sure. Absolutely. What are what are some of the teammates? So if I'm thinking graduating in 2011, like you were with Coach Woodrich. Yep. And then like his little brother too. Yep, he Bear. was on the team then. Um, Mitch Dinsey is the older brother, Matt. Okay, um, yeah. A lot of these guys, I know a lot of guys are coaching in the youth as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of guys are around this wrestling room on the walls that I graduated with, and yeah. it's fun to see a lot of them kind of back helping the program. That's awesome. Well, yeah, you know, I, uh, like I said, I, I thank you so much, and it uh i mean even like last week we get the singlets in a little late the new striped singlets and mm-hmm. um you know before we had a youth practice you know between high school practice and when youth was going to start set up a photo shoot we dimmed the lights <laughs> you got that going you got uh mason bloom and kale rob as the uh as the models you're sending me mock-ups later that night for poster <laughs> ideas and stuff and we're going back and forth it's like it's not just the, like, I don't want to abuse that. I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to sit here and expect those things and get upset when you, like, whatever happens. Because I know if I, if I don't hear from you, something terrible happened in your life, basically. <laughs> but it, it is just so cool that in kind of this chaotic, you know, uh, like, in-season type of stuff, we have to shift gears. We have to do different things. Uh, stuff gets moved. Um, to have someone like you to to count on is incredible. And I just thank you so much for being that, you know, steady constant because it's it, it's tough. You know, it's um, to have people like you come back to the program, dedicate that hard work. Um, it it's a lot to ask of people. And I never want them to feel like they're not appreciated or that it's like, well, we just expect you to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're certainly getting me used to <laughs> that, that type of excellence. So yeah, no, thank you so much, yeah, sir. Anytime I do what I can, you know, I'm not one to toot my own horn or anything like that. I kind of like to operate in the shadows. And so, Stay behind you know, the it, camera. Ex- <laughs> exactly. Be back there where I'm comfortable. Well, you're but, doing such a great job. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe you're, you know, a good Uh-oh. co-host stand, stand in too. So, you know, I can't say no. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're officially now third in line. You know, coach, coach. Larry Hovden and with his knee stuff. Now it's yep. Coach Gabe Hovden. And then if he's held up at work, we got you. You're in here. So no. perfect. Well, well I little, appreciate that. A little update on on uh, my dad yeah. with the knee surgery. It all went well. He Good. is he's all awesome. um he's at uh, he's getting a couple days care at a um, rehab facility just with all his other back stuff. They just want to make sure he keeps moving. So, sure. so he'll be back. He'll be back. I bet he will. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> he was he was adamant. He was trying to get this podcast in on Monday, <laughs> just just right in front of his uh, surgery. And it's like, yep. well, we got a little kid practice that night. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so awesome, sir. Well, thank you so much. Always appreciate your hard work. Uh, thank you, Gabe Hovden here, too, for stepping in and and just there's I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm really getting that that good 90s, 2000s vibe of now understanding that it takes a village you know Mm -hmm. like all these people just step up and we all have that similar drive and um like you said just to give back to the program and give these kids what we had which was just so much support support and fun yeah i mean i i mean it was fun i i had fun throughout the whole the whole the whole way through yeah there's the ups and downs of wrestling i mean 
you go through slums, you, you get yeah. beat on, you, you also do the beating on, you are doing great. Times you don't get to wrestle, even though you think, why ain't I wrestling? Well, this wasn't your day. You got to take your turn sometimes. So, yeah. but no, wrestling to give back, it, it, I, I really enjoy it too. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you, sir. Well done, and thanks for uh, being on the podcast. We wanted to highlight you. So. Anytime. Hey, I'm here every day. <laughs> yeah, he is. You know, he's, here he's just the podcast. He's about just, seven feet that way. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yes. just hiding in my little corner. Yes, over there. exactly. It's perfect. Exactly. But thank you again for all you <laughs> thank do. Thank you. And thank you again to Flemke Insurance Agency for supporting the podcast and Owatonna Wrestling. And uh, thank you, Coach Hubden, for being my co-host this week. And I want to throw one more plug oh, out yeah, there. Yeah. Freestyle. Freestyle. Get registered. Freestyle and Greco. Starts on uh, March 21st. Okay. So 6, 6.15 we're going with right now. Um, I'm in the works of getting one of uh, the head MSN, M- USA, Minnesota referees to come down for that first practice. Oh, cool. Just to, to give a broad information of what freestyle Greco is, how you score, mm-hmm. what, what, what moves you can do, what you can can't do at some ages you can't do moves um so i'm in the works of trying to get uh pete queasley okay to come in there's and pete queasley huh yes, i know there's like 80 other Queasleys. it's tom's boy okay so he's he's boy. he's below his dad gotcha. his dad is number one yep pete's he's working his way up so okay. i'm trying to get him to come in um i'm just waiting for a reply from him and just to go over freestyle wrestling that's an awesome idea so good deal Yep, get out there, sign up. OatanaWrestling.com has all the information for you. And um, yeah, we'll see you there. We're going to have Gabe, uh, Noah Bloom, Coach Bloom, and uh, a couple of other stars popping in. Yep. Brandon Moen. Yep. Um, I know Derek Scala and myself are going to be there time to time. Yeah. And yeah. And I'm hoping to get a few more you know, other really good uh guys that did really well at freestyle grapple just to pop in just show one move and mm-hmm. out the door oh, and, cool. and if they want to stick around they're more than welcome to yeah absolutely <laughs> for a couple more practices but yeah you know i don't want to push the limits just get sure. them in here for one night and take advantage of what they know love that love that awesome well thank you and uh yeah hopefully next year or next week next wednesday we'll have a couple of state champs to talk to so ten of them yeah and then the following week, we'll, we'll keep having, yeah. for the next yeah. five weeks, <laughs> guaranteeing two t- state champs per episode. Yes, that would be nice. Good luck, yep. guys. Yeah. And girls. <laughs> Thank you much. Take care.